Are you my podcast? 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 Hey, Sarah Colonna, Kuda. Mary Radzinski, my mare bear. Hey, girl. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> just just blowing my nose on the East Coast. How are you? Mary's having some allergy issues. She said, you guys, send her, <laughs> send her boxes of wine and claritin. Oh, <laughs> seriously, I'm all Zyrtec'd up. I just, and I, I'm, I apologize to you, Sarah, because we have been chatting for a few minutes and I cannot shut the fuck up about it. So I just want to bring everyone into this hell. Um, how are you? I'm good. I, I think you sound great. Um, I'm good. You know, we had a nice weekend. We went down to Palm Desert to see my dad. It was his birthday last week. And Aww. yeah, so we went out to, um, you know, we're fully vaccinated. So we finally feel safe to visit the 70 plus community. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Without without leaving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. A plague in your path. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that was nice. And uh, that's kind of the part of um, f- feeling like you can actually do that. It's nice. It's like, whoa, we get to do this and see our family and stuff. So that was fun. We went out to dinner and had sushi. Ooh. And, yeah. I saw your derby hat with yeah. your, was that with your, your stepmom or step something? I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like a headband that she had lying around with some black on it. And she's like, oh, let's put oh. these on and take a picture. And I was like, okay. I love, <laughs> I love that so much. I, it's almost like how I treat Halloween. I never, like, I don't, I like seeing all of the things. I don't really do anything, but I love watching the derby and all everybody all dressed up with their hats. And I might have put some money on a horse named Soup and Sandwich because why wouldn't you? You know? Oh my God. I, that horse was so. I we only watched really that, and I hadn't. I, I was John put some money on a, I guess some on some things off like an app on his phone. I don't know, but I looked way too late, and I would have definitely put money on soup and sandwich if I would have paid yeah. any attention. And then, <laughs> and then I loved his face. He just looked like the prettiest oh, horse. I know, I know, like sweetheart. I just love watching. I just love. I do like horses a lot. Again, I wouldn't want to ride one on a beach ever again, but. Um, they're pretty. They run fast. When, when, when your mom called you a pussy and told you to put a helmet on, or no, told you not to well, put a helmet on. Yeah, I asked for a helmet. She did. She sure said, "Don't be a pussy." And <laughs> then she took off in front of me. Yeah, I me forget what dust. episode that was in, but if you guys missed it, well, then you need to go mm-hmm. back and listen to all of our episodes. And um, speaking of that, um, I just want to say thank you very much to you guys for reviewing and subscribing and rating. It really helps us a lot. And if you haven't done so, please do. It takes you just a quick second. Usually on iTunes or Apple is the best place to do it because some platforms don't even let you rate. Um, otherwise, and just hit the five stars. And if you even have time to leave a note, that would be awesome. It just helps us a lot. And we want to say thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody. And you're just we love, like people. we do enjoy reading them too. I know I love this community. Yeah. We have the Are You My Podcasters Facebook group that is linked to our Are You My Podcast page. Go ask to join that. Have some fun. It's lively, lively discussions in there. Um, just so you know, we are doing a hap- ninety day fiance happily ever after because we both are obsessed with it. But we're not going to mm-hmm. do it on this episode because this coming we're going to do it for on Friday's episode and combine it with Married at First Sight because that 
whatever is airing on Wednesday at Married at First Sight is like a one hour thing where past couples say their their thoughts on the current couples. So it's like, we're totally going to have fun with it, obviously, and do it. But we figured, hey, let's tack 90 Day Fiance onto that episode since it'll be probably a little shorter than normal. Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, they're they're taking a night off. I mean, that nobody wants to not go to Decision Day this week. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Know. I, I, I don't, I, I don't I, get like, it. I, I, are they, <sighs> they must be dragging it out because they don't have anything else to put in its place until a certain time or something. Because I, 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 I'm like, what are you guys doing? Well, and, and when I, so in the night, you know, again, my attention to detail, unless it's a menu, is very limited. And so I was like, uh, I didn't understand that it was past couples talking about it. Like, in a way, I thought it was maybe they grabbed a, a couple of the, you know what I mean, of this season. But yeah, they're they're really phoning it in. Like, fuck that. I, I mean, yeah, yeah we'll they're talk just about dragging it, we'll it out as fun. long as possible. Oh, yeah, we'll totally but, have fun with it. But um, it'll just be, and it'll give us time to talk about the couples that do appear on there that from past episodes when we never did, you know, past seasons when we didn't right, have this right. podcast and we'll get to have fun with some of them. So don't worry, yeah. 90 Day will be covered. Just it's going to come on Friday's episode this week because we have... This fun one, this uh, Lifetime movie, I just watched it this morning. It was called How I Met Your Murderer. It was actually super fun. It was like one of my, it was one of those classic, wonderful Lifetime movies with not, not enough silliness, but but plenty. Well, we, we can find it. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, there was plenty we, of silliness, yeah, but I mean, there wasn't it, like, but, oh yeah, yeah, there's plenty of it. It wasn't an um, Eric Roberts uh, musical number or anything, but oh it my was, God. There, you know. <gasps> There were some moments. Um, you guys, should I tell them about the message we got? Oh, Jesus. Yes, Sarah. You guys, we got a uh, message from the writer and director of Stalked by My Doctor 4. And then he also directed Stalked by My Doctor 5. And he sent us a message and he said he listened to our podcast and oh that God. he loved it. And he was so happy. He was so excited that we totally get like what those movies are and the fun they try to have with them. And so I was like very timidly like, well, we actually never got to do four because five came out of nowhere. We didn't, we didn't know it was coming and we had never recapped four, but we've recapped all the other ones. So when we do four, which we plan to do at some point in May, I just made that up, but I, but we are now. But um, we are now. <laughs> yeah. I said, would you want to like do a segment and talk about it? And he said, absolutely. We're going to have <laughs> the man who directed and wrote the Sleepwalker's oh Nightmare. So if you guys haven't seen that one, um, it is available on Prime and it's probably even on demand on Lifetime right now since they just had a new one. So go go watch yourself um, for because at some point this month, we're going to have the motherfucking oh writer and director. God. It's like he know- said... He- he goes, he goes, and I will be sure and tell Dr. Eric Roberts how much you guys love him. And I was like, Thank Oh my you. God. I was gonna say, do you know how many close talking conversations he's had with Dr. Albert Beck? You know, oh. just like he's a real close talker, and I'm sure this guy has smelled his breath. Like I'm just I cannot wait to talk to him. I think you might scare him a little bit, to be honest with you. Stuck yeah, by maybe- stuck, <laughs> stuck by my mare bear. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck <laughs> by my mare bear. I mean, that's a there's that's there's some truth to that. Oh, oh my god, I can't wait though. That is exciting. Yeah, so we'll obviously give you a whole heads up when that's coming. But just uh, if everyone wants to get that movie under their belt, and if you don't, don't worry, we'll tell you, we'll walk you through it. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll hold your hand. Well, 
all of the things. I have to be honest about this. So how I met your murderer I started it last night, the first half. And then had a few drinks, and then the second half. So just putting that out there that that, that I don't you know, know more how... about the first half than you do about the yes, second half. <laughs> I do. I feel like I'm going to be uh, learning about the second half a little bit along with the listeners who didn't that's, watch it tonight. That's but it's wonderful. okay. But I have my notes and stuff. But just open kimono, you know. Well, I love it. Um, well, yeah, this movie was fun. It was like, um, it, it was like, and there was so. I mean, listen, this woman. For someone who's supposed to be the, she's a true true crime podcast. She's a true crime podcaster, and Mark, you can totally leave that in. People just need to know that we have to talk on the fly, and sometimes yeah. my lips don't work. Um, so she's a true true crime podcaster, and she, for someone who's supposed to be like this real crime junkie, she saw not one fucking red flag in her face about <laughs> no. I mean, the fact the fact that she herself has not been murdered is incredible. Honestly, up to this point, she could not be less um, aware of her surroundings, uh, the people that she's talking to. Yeah, she literally acts like Encino. No, not is it Encino Man? Is that when he? (laughs) I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't know how that reference goes together, but I like it, and I'm sure everyone else understands. (laughs) It speaks my brain. Okay. Anyway, no, you're right. She just, um, as a true cr- true crime podcaster, she uh, she wasn't living her whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't. But yes, she was not aware of her surroundings. Um, <laughs> oh, I love oh, you, my mare bear. So, yeah, she, I mean, do you just want to sort of say what happens in the movie and then we can go through all the fun shit that happened that she didn't notice and how many times she had no peripheral vision while someone was just staring in her window at her. It was my favorite thing in the world. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, and then, you know, you'll probably have to dust off what I say right now, but basically (laughs) this lady, we already said what she does and I, she's a true crime product. Podcast. It's so impo- it's fucking impossible to say. I honestly I'm sorry. think that should be like that's like a, one of those tongue twister things. Like if yeah. you're like you have to do it if to see if you just had a stroke because I'm having <laughs> a really hard time right now. Um. So okay, her and her husband, uh, they end up moving back to his hometown where he went to high school because whatever his mother passed away and left them their her house and. I guess she she uncovers that there was this thing that happened in the hometown or this missing mystery, the blue ribbon killer, the and, blue ribbon murder, yeah, blue ribbon killer. It's like yeah. an annoying name. It made me want sushi because yeah. I know there's a place called Blue Ribbon Sushi, that, Blue Ribbon Sushi in New York that makes good sushi. Oh, it made me think of like butter, that too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> maybe not. So. The sushi sounds better. But so she, they move back to the hometown and like she starts to kind of hear about this and her producer assistant for the podcast is like, oh, we should look into this. Long story short, you see that it, everything's uh, looking like her husband is the Blue Ribbon Killer. And then there's yeah. this other guy who's a cop. And then, and then basically there's just a lot of whatever. And at the end, you find out. Do we say that it was, the end? That it was the cop. That, yeah, all that it was along. the cop, yeah. dude. All yeah. over the cop all yes. along. So they went to high school together. And um the, her the cop, Oliver, 
and her husband, Henry, went to high school together. And the first girl that ever died that they think was connected to the Blue Ribbon Killer was his high school girlfriend, this girl named Lily, Henry's high school girlfriend, her husband's high school girlfriend. And they ended up ruling it as a suicide, but she had fallen and hit her head and fell in a pool. So I don't know how that becomes a suicide, but... (laughs) Right. Because when they actually showed at the end what yeah. how she did die, I was like, that wasn't that's not how was that ever ruled a suicide? An accident, perhaps, but not a suicide. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a clumsy suicide. If, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, like Mary said, it turns out that it was the cop all along. We like to just give you this information. We've decided it's easier because then we can have more fun with all the bullshit that happened in the middle. And yes. it was so first of all, uh, watching this as as podcasters, you know, that's what Mary and I are. My Mary Bear and I, we're podcasters. Yeah, yeah we're we podcasting are. ladies. And we don't open up and say, well, hello, dear listeners. Oh, could you imagine? I can't. I, I wrote down is if this is how podcasting works, what are we doing? Because I don't. She, we are she saving just, people from that horseshit. That can't be what people want. No, it's. And then. The the thing that was really confusing about this movie, for the most part, is I could not tell how fucking old anyone was supposed to be. I know. For well, the I, life that's what of I me. was thinking. Have they? Okay. Yeah. The, they're going back to his high school and they, the part, like, people in the town thought it was her husband that did this, yes. correct? The whole time, apparently, when it first happened, because he it, it happened on prom night that the girl was found at the bottom of the pool. And Henry was her date to the prom and they were like best couple or something in the yearbook. I don't know. So everyone immediately thought that he did something to her because he was the, 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 maybe she broke up with him or whatever. Well, her mom, I guess. So this they, at one point they um, what's her name? Oh, her name is Mackenzie on the show, but they call her Mac. And for some reason that really got on my oh, nerves. Did it fucking annoy you too? <laughs> it, Mac, 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 Mac. It was like, shut up. I mean, it was like, it was like she was on a tractor. I don't know. It just made me mad. It didn't make sense. I was so glad that it, that annoyed you too. She, Mac. Sorry. Yeah. At one point when she's investigating the murder, she goes to this woman's house and it was the mother of Lily, I guess, the, who was the first girl that ever died. Now, this woman, I thought she was like a friend of Lily's or something. And she went, maybe she was her best friend in high school. And so she, has information about her. But then later on, when they went back to see her, she went back to see her again. She goes, oh, I dug out this old stuff of hers. And she has these letters that that her boyfriend wrote her, that your husband wrote her. And here's her notebooks. And I'm like, oh, this is her mom? She, I didn't know that was her mom. I guess it was because she, start, was, the only, no, she right. said like Mrs. Brooks or something like that. She started to say when she knocked on her door. I, I mean, again, maybe I'm wrong again, but... No, I you're think not. She, but I didn't know at the beginning it was her mom. I thought it how? was. I had no idea. Yeah, the she ages looked the same age. She right. looked the same age as. As so, if 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 Mac <laughs> is supposed Ugh. to be married to Henry, who went to ha- was dating Lily, then his mom, the mom, should be several years older than all of them. But mm-hmm. they just everyone looked the same age, and then there was another girl. This is I don't know if they just were like we we can't check IDs anymore when we cast people. I don't know. Casting was tough. (laughs) Must have been, you know, through these COVID times, people couldn't get their IDs with DMVs closed. I don't know, but something was Something was up because there was another girl who was um, 
For some reason, Mac spent a lot of time at the high school, which I also thought was weird. All these people spent a lot of time at a high school. I, they need to. This is when the cops need to be alerted. There's a bunch of adults hanging around a high school, and adults who don't have children in the high school, <laughs> yes. just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. And nobody checking IDs there, mm-mm. in and out. Yeah, yeah. And she was like sitting by the pool at the high school, talking to some girl who is like 12 years old. She looks like and. Um, she keeps, and this girl's telling her how I, I'm so excited. I'm a big fan of your podcast. I'm like, oh, so she's just a fan. But then she's like, later on, she's like, we can't be friends anymore. My mom thinks your husband is a, is the town murderer. And I'm like, why did, why are you friends with a 12 year old when you're a grown woman? Yes. Yes. It didn't make any sense. And they made it like (laughs) Mac was at this Mac was at this school pool because she's such an avid swimmer, swimmer. I don't think I saw her dip a toe in the goddamn pool never she never got in the pool never she, I mean, once she, she looked like she was coaching a swim meet and there was nobody there it was she just stood by the side of the pool and just talking to this prepubescent teen girl that's her new best friend it made no sense oh i'm so glad that i wasn't the only one who was so confused by all the all the random ages of everybody i was like i don't understand well, i don't the, have a 12 year old friend <clears throat> The other thing that made me laugh was they were like the idea that, oh, it comes out. So, so Mac uncovers that there's this blue ribbon, you know, whatever, mur- unsolved murder. And she brings it up to her husband and he's like, all like hush hush, like, oh, don't go there. You know, he's very suspicious. And so we're all led to think, oh, he, I mean, immediately I'm like, movies over case closed this fucking guy did it you know what i mean and oh, then i definitely thought it was oliver from the beginning the cop because he was so creepy yeah well that's why i need you in my life you know what i mean <laughs> because like when we're staying at the same hotel or something it's like I, you know i could be taken for a what, what's that called if somebody like you know take you for a a ride like yeah i could be taken for a ride pretty easily probably i need a handler with me um no, but she he's like very touchy about the subject. The husband when she brings it up to to lead people like me uh to think that he did it. And and he's like, "Yeah, I had to get out of Dodge for a while or that's why I moved away to come back like not to clear his name or whatever, but what was it from high school? Like I can't tell if he had a 10-year reunion or a fucking 20-year reunion. I've no idea." I know that's that was that was the main thing that I was so confused about because he said I felt I thought I'd been away long enough that people didn't think that was me anymore that killed Lily and it, it was a tragedy in my life and she's like oh by the way you've never told me this story and that's kind of weird because we've been together for five years and he's like yeah well it's a painful story so they definitely made him act all suspicious and I knew that something was up but the Oliver guy just immediately. Um, as as Mac said, when she was investigating oh. the truck crime, her spidey senses were up and they were all completely wrong, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, it seems like it's this Oliver guy because it's just too weird the way he just like comes next. He's like next door. And uh, the, one thing that was really funny and they were um, trying to get pregnant. Mac and her husband, Henry, were trying to get pregnant. So she was doing in vitro and they go see the doctor and it hasn't taken and they end up getting in a fight afterwards and he's a lawyer and his um, co-worker calls him and she's like, oh, is that your work wife again? And he, <laughs> the picture on the phone of this woman, it said her name, Evelyn. It's like a selfie 
from an Instagram. It's like this hot <laughs> model photo. Yeah. And that's what comes up on his phone. This big giant photo of this woman. No wonder she thought he was he was fucking her because she thinks they're having an affair. I'm like, I'd think that too yeah. if my husband, if you have, you and John have each other's numbers. If all of a sudden your <laughs> photo came up with just like your, just a big photo of your tits, I'd be like, that's <laughs> odd. Be like, wow, my eyes are up here when John took that picture to put in his phone for my profile. <laughs> Jesus. No, I know. I mean, it, it was like, it was like if you go back in the day, what was that called? Glamour shots, like in the mall. It was like yeah. the current day, like the hot Instagram. Yeah, it was fucking, <laughs> it was like a model, you know, out of a magazine. But it, oh, was, it was so funny. So funny. And then, it's so he's like, Oh, how many times do I have to tell you that I'm not sleeping with her? And I guess they wanted us to, wanted us to see him snap a couple times so that we would think that he yeah. has a short temper and maybe he killed his high school girlfriend. But he's like, she's she storms off and she goes, I'm just gonna walk home. And he on all you hear is like in the background, he like beat he like hits the tr- trunk of the car or something, and he just there was a lot of him grunting and getting mad at random times yeah. and it was really entertaining for me he was he was just a, such a like the perfect like bro nerd like got frustrated and punch shit like <laughs> oh i hated him her, you know when her spidey senses weren't working was um a little bit later when she like the next day or something that she uncovers that the blue ribbon killer all of his victims were brunette and basically looked exactly like her <laughs> That didn't strike a nerve or anything. I mean, like, honestly, if I went to Mark's hometown and found out that, that there was a serial killer and it the first victim was a thick blonde that he went to prom with, okay, I'd probably be a little, I, I think even I would pick up on something and dig a little deeper. Okay? I mean, come on. <laughs> You find out that like all these dead girls with six senses of humor and fat asses got murdered. I'd probably be like, yo, (laughs) let me just pump the brakes and I might want to crawl into a a place of denial, but let's see what's going on here. Oh, Oh, six sense of humor and fat asses. (laughs) That's my Twitter Uh, bio. uh, She's got a six sense of humor and a fat ass, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Hey, the next time we, I want to, that's how I want to be brought out on stage. Oh, she's got a six sense of humor and a fat ass. I mean, play some old school Mary J. Blige or something. It's Uh, done, first of all. I would never say that you have a fat ass because you don't, but I would like for you to make, I would like for you to make (laughs) some poor male feature or male host. Um, say that and then watch the entire room just get so uncomfortable and turn on him. Oh my God. Wait, I have to bring this up. Remember when we did, um, you brought me to uh, open for you. Oh, this was years ago uh, for a show. Was that in Columbus or something? And the, the host, uh, <laughs> the host was an older oh. gentleman who was kind of like, it was just funny because he kind of was like, <laughs> it was just in the comedy world, like kind of like that condescending, but like you were the female headliner, you brought a female opener and he was kind of like, ah, oh, these little ladies here just trying to make, get some laughs, you know? <laughs> oh, I forgot how he introduced us, how it was so, it was the worst. It was like being Mark- introduced in the fifties. 
Mark me. It was he had me laughing because I was telling him about him, and he's like saying he he'd say something like, uh, "Yeah, they they got the right to vote and their very own driver's licenses." <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, give it up for these two girls trying to make it work. It just was very funny. Uh, anyway, yes, that, that was, was an totally aside, his vibe. But it was oh. fun. Oh, it was fun. Oh, um, Jesus. Those are the things I don't miss about the road. Let's say that much. But we'll yeah, get I back know. out there. I wanna, I wanna be mad about stuff like that again. <laughs> yeah, like I want, I want to be oh, out I... in that environment. That's what I want. Um, another <sighs> thing that didn't work when her spidey senses at all, and that that was made me so laugh. So like when we were introduced to Oliver, who is basically lives across the street from her. He says he's <laughs> a cop. Spoiler alert: We find out he was not a cop, and maybe they should have noticed that he never wore anything cop related and didn't have a cop car anywhere. Well, I think he flashed a badge once, but it looked like something you could get at Spencer's gifts. Right. <laughs> it was like totally cartoon like. He's like, yeah, I'm a cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, for the first time Henry and Oliver saw each other, they were in a coffee shop and that's where um, Mac also met Oliver oh, and he's like, oh, I recognize you. You're that podcast lady. And also I've seen you taking out the garbage because you live across the street from me. <laughs> and then and then Henry comes in and he goes, oh, hey, Oliver. And she's like, oh, you two know each other? And he goes, yeah, we went to high school together. And then they like left. And uh, okay, well, again, with the timing of this, yeah. if I haven't I would take me a minute to recognize someone I went to high school with if it was a while ago, probably. And second, you would say more words, probably, about that or say, oh, my God, Oliver, I haven't seen you. And he I mean, they haven't seen each other. And I'd say it's got to we're supposed to at least assume these people are in their 30s. Right. So I, I, I hope so. So 15 years, yeah, 12, 15 years. And all he went was like, oh, hey, Oliver. She's like, oh, you guys know each other? Yo, went to high school together. And then they just like, I just, what was wrong with everybody? Nobody had a reaction to anything that made sense. It was really confusing me. He like told her he lives across the street, but he's also a photographer. And I thought that's, if you're a police officer with a giant camera all the time, you're a stalker. He seems like a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, first of all, if someone, that is like my nom when someone's like, hey, like brings up any sort of picture and then goes to show me right in that moment, like on their phone or something. And he immediately, he, first of all, he pops up to introduce himself to her in a coffee shop. Like, are they called meerkats? Those animals just like pop up. Like, well, like, cause I mean, he didn't, he didn't walk up to her. All of a sudden he was just in frame. You know what yes, I mean? Like, yeah, he was yeah. right next to her. He's like, hey there. And how long, how many times has she taken the trash out? Trash, we, it's every week, right? I mean, they just moved into town. He caught, he saw her once. And <laughs> wow. he's that confident. I mean, and I mean, you know how I, I feel should about be, that. He shouldn't, she shouldn't oh. be taking the garbage to the curb anyway. Okay. This is oh. the man, the husband's job. I it's enough of a reason for her. They also, can we also talk about the fact that They've shown that the husband, they've made it that he's kind of a shitty temper and he like fucking hits hoods of cars and stuff, which is just a terrible character trait. But he also cheated on her in the past. Yeah. yeah so they, they made that very clear. Like he's a bad egg. Yeah. Anyway. He's not a good, he's not, he's definitely not a serial killer, but he's for sure a shitty husband. He's and just so everyone, shit. 
just before everyone comes at me about sounding like I'm from the 50s when I say that the man should be taking the trash to the curb after we just made fun of a guy for talking like he was in the 50s. Oh, just true. so you know, I have a long stand-up bit about this and I feel very passionate about this because I, I've spent my entire life single until I got married, which I guess that's how that works anyway. But um, <laughs> I was single for a very long time and I did all of that stuff. And for some reason, the minute I got married, I was like, don't ever... I don't ever want to have to do that shit again. Okay. And so I'm just telling you now. When I heard that stand up bit for the first time, I shit you not. I mean, listen, I feel like I share a frontal lobe with you. And so that's why I think you just connect with a lot of people. You say what people are thinking. That bit hit me because, (laughs) and then you talk about being like really anxious and upset. Like if you had, like, I forget how it goes. It's so funny. But oh, I plan my whole day around it. It takes 30 seconds, but I plan my whole entire day around it as if it's like the longest event in the world when I have to do it when he's out of town. Anyway, the stand-up bit is funny. I'm not telling it's it. It's not so sounding funny, funny right now, but I just want everyone to know that, that it's, I feel strongly about that and I won't take any shit for it. Okay. No. And I, I <laughs> didn't realize how much I feared times when Mark is not here for garbage day also. And you, it's just, it's like, it's a game changer. Like I would literally change the dates of something so that he can do that. But anyway. <laughs> uh. Well, so he's seen her outside. There was one point someone threw, she starts getting like stalkery messages from what she, from one of her listeners. It's like deja vu 49 is sending her messages saying, um, take a look at your husband. You don't want to dig into these murders. You better look in your own house. You can't trust your husband. And at one point, someone throws a football through her house that says (sighs) um, high school or prom queen killer, it says. And that was the first. (laughs) That was was the first thing she got. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most like elementary stalker. Like these notes were like on fun colored uh, post-it notes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like also, uh, somebody tosses a football with like a post-it note taped onto it. And, and it also it's broad daylight. You yeah, know? it's broad daylight. I, I mean, and, then, and who's there, by the way, in her front yard right away when she opens the door? Oliver. Oliver. And he goes, oh, I I heard something. And I was just walking by and I heard a scream or something. And so I let myself in. I'm right here in your house right now. What's what's going on? Yeah, it's so that and he says, "Okay, well, since he's pretending that he's a cop, he says, oh, first of all, he actually no, he did have a gun. That's right. Because he came in with a gun right away. I was like, it's just a football went through a window, guys. Everyone. (laughs) I mean, it's it's for sure. It's also like noon on a Sunday or something. I mean, it's like the the most the least threatening daylight. It it was so weird. It's for sure scary. But the football came through your window and you were inside. So you know that the person isn't in the house. Right. And so right. Wh- why is he pulling his gun to walk in the house to look for a person that's not in there? It was just so I was like, this guy is not a good cop. And now we know why it's because he wasn't one at all anyway. But <laughs> well, so- I'm surprised he was able to launch that spiral of football in the window and then get in there so quick. I mean, he's athletic, clearly. He, he is athletic. Oh, my God. And then he goes, she's going to call her husband because he's off to working and she's going to let him know. And he says, you can come wait at my house with me until the police come and investigate this or whatever. And so she goes to his house and they have trophies everywhere from high school. And I just, again, how old are all these people? Why do you have trophies? Why do you have your, yeah. On display from Uh, high school? I, no, I mean, it almost made me mad. 
you know, <laughs> I mean, I we get it. We get it that Oliver did in fact go to high school with yeah, it was just so ridiculous. And and why well, they showed also that Oliver and and uh Mac, I can't not say it that way. Um had this like almost like an attraction to one another. You know, like they're kind of really building on that that they're they really have a connection, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. Well, then they well, I don't know where we are in the movie now, but they they bang in this, right? Oh yeah, no, that's and yeah, we it doesn't matter where we are in the yeah. movie. Everyone knows right. that we'll just tell them what happened. Um, right at at the end, towards the end, sort of. She's first of all, she keeps suspecting that her husband's banging someone because he has in the past, and he they and then and also because of the giant. Well, yeah, um, and I would bang <laughs> Evelyn if you saw the picture. Oh, yeah. You everyone oh, yeah. would want to bang Evelyn, so he's oh, clearly yeah. banging Evelyn. Yeah. Right. Or, but I don't think he was in this well, case. Well, no, he wasn't. No, He no. was very sorry that he ever cheated on her. But when she's suspicious all the time, it, it, he has had sex. He has cheated on her before that comes up. But then also, she just goes and cheats on him and that with Oliver. And then Oliver's like, um, I think he's cheating on you with Evelyn, which is basically just to get her to react after because she's about to leave him and go home and think about what she's done by having sex with her cop neighbor husband's friend from Photog- high school person high school photographer athlete. yeah mm-hmm. and um and she she gets kind of mad or whatever i'm just like this it, when she ended up having sex with them i was like what are you guys doing to this character i don't understand well it made she, me yeah i hate i didn't like that no it was very strange and also again there were zero red flags at this point and she was just super into him and um he I did think it was funny though how it just she's in his house like you said at the beginning kind of and then Henry comes to pick her up and he just comes barreling through the front door without knocking um and <laughs> it's like they were in a fucking <laughs> dorm you know what I mean no. it's like it was like they were just in a dorm where they just kept going into each other's rooms it was bizarre it was bizarre and then the reason also I I assume that we all kind of knew that her husband was probably not the killer is because a, a hooded figure kept walking around. It was in her house at one point. This was before mm-hmm. even the football came through, or it was about the same time, I think. She didn't even notice. Just a hooded person just walked right past her, and she didn't even feel a fucking breeze. And <laughs> and then I, it was... <laughs> I mean, does she have full vision in both eyes? I mean, no, like you said, I'm no not... peripheral vision on your Instagram. None. And then she goes, she, they, at one point when she was like woken up at night or something, or she was freaked out or her and her husband got in a fight, I think about her like, digging into the blue ribbon murders again, when they were trying to make us confused and think maybe it was him. Um, she, she starts to walk up the stairs and then she feels like maybe she senses something and there's just, <laughs> and her blinds are just fully open as Mary always points out. And then the hooded figure walks right by without her noticing, but she's looking <laughs> It's and you're like uh, we why what's the point of having I mean at least they actually had window treatments as you mentioned Mary often they don't <laughs> some t- sometimes they don't and, and at this point at least they had window treatments but what's the point of having them if you're just going to leave them w- uh, open yeah, at two down. o'clock in the morning yeah pull them down at night <laughs> so why oh uh, it was and then at one point at the end when they kind of recapped and showed how he had been stalking her she's sitting on her computer like working on her podcast or whatever and i'm not kidding you this motherfucker walks right by her face like right by 
And she just doesn't even flinch. And that's the one, if you guys follow our Instagram or my podcast on Instagram, I was posting uh, in the stories of these <laughs> these moments because they're just my favorite. They're my like, favorite when you do that. Oh where God. is anyone's eyesight? Rather than how I met your, how about how I met your eye doctor is the movie that we needed to <laughs> How I met your cataract surgery at whatever age. I mean, come on. It it was, I mean, it was ridiculous, but wonderfully ridiculous. God damn it, Mac. Pay attention. Pay attention, girl. And she is like, um, at some point, because she has hormones, she's injecting into herself for the in vitro, and those keep getting moved around, and she doesn't think that's weird. And then at one point in her podcast studio, um, there was a photo of her and her husband in a frame, and now the frame is just empty. <laughs> like, the person wouldn't just grab the whole fucking frame and take yeah. it. You know? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> they took the time to do you know how hard it is and annoying to take the back off a frame? Oh my god, that's <laughs> such a good point. <laughs> I mean, like that's my that's why I love the digital age. You know, you really don't have to do that anymore. Like that's my oh and you wouldn't go, wow. And she said, she goes, Oh, I thought I put that photo up in there. And you think, well, of course you did. You think you put a blank frame up? Yeah, just of cardboard. Hot- you would have noticed that. So you're, I thought you were a true crime person who delved deep into things and found and put things together. And you can't put together that it's weird that you have a blank fucking frame up in your podcast studio. <laughs> so didn't you just move in? Like, didn't you just move in? Like, I, I've lived in this current place that I'm in. I think we're coming up on two years that's a very short amount of time. Even I, I'm like, oh, I remember when we moved in, I put the thing in this, you know, closet or whatever. She, she's just unclear in the last month if there was a picture oh. in the fucking frame. Oh, it was amazing. And her producer, June, um, oh. who is also like her best friend, at some point, she, they end up inviting her over for dinner with the cop. So June, with not, he's not a cop. His name is Oliver and he's a fake cop. But June and Oliver are kind of try to, have a date with them all together at the dinner table. And this is um, this is right after Mac had found a pair of earrings in a bedroom and she wore them to the dinner and she thought, oh, that um, it was just in their house to the dinner. But she thought, oh, my mother-in-law's, these must be my mother-in-law's earrings and now I'm going to wear them. And her husband freaks out and starts screaming at her to take them off like at the dinner table. And Obviously, we're going, okay, those earrings probably belong to the dead girl, his first right. girlfriend, whatever. Right. And But she thinks they belong to Evelyn, his co-worker. She goes, are these oh, for Evelyn? Right, right. And what? And I, th- where did that leap come in? I was like, no, honey, that they're the dead girls. We all figured that out already. Where are you in this story? Right. Why, have, why haven't you figured out that, oh, these must have belonged to the girl that tragically died? When she was his prom date. I mean, this girl, she needs to go to like logic and reasoning school. They shouldn't even let her have a true crime podcast. Right. There, I know it should have gotten taken away from her during this. Uh, can, they I, can I now very quickly, June, her, I think that was the name of the overeager mm-hmm. assistant, the producer, her, but her yeah. BFF. So like, <laughs> so she, you could tell they kind of, she's laying it on thick. She's got a crush um, on Oliver, but that's when 
it, this is a this is a total pointless point. So just you know, there's no payoff when I'm done talking right now. But it she was going over to uh, Max for her birthday. So that dinner, because she's like, yeah, I found a date. I found a date for your birthday. It's Oliver. And so I'm expecting like, oh, they're having like a party or they're out to dinner or there's like, it's a to-do of sorts. And no, it's just a fucking four of them sadly (laughs) staring at each other with the worst uh, light. It just was like the saddest birthday. I know. She goes, she kept saying going to my birthday dinner as if it was out. And they just found a date. Yeah. And she, um, the one thing that about Mac is every time, I don't know if you notice, every time she wakes up, she she stretches and smiles and opens her eyes. Like I've oh. never in my life um, started smiling before my eyes were open and thought, mm, I'm a, oh, a new day. <laughs> wakey, wakey, eggs and bacon. <laughs> that. Makes me smile. That, oh. if I thought of that before I opened my... No, yeah. I mean, it but was... She, and she did it, uh, same thing on her birthday when I thought she... When we all thought she was going out to a nice dinner and she wasn't. She was just... In, and she, I think he probably even made her cook her own fucking birthday meal. Um, yeah. She... Before he she shamed w- her about wearing a pair of earrings and <laughs> yelled know. at her in front of strangers. I know. You can't have that conversation later. Maybe just go, hey, the earrings, the, you know... They belong to the dead girl. If you could just maybe not ever wear those again, that'd be great. Um, he was like, take them off. It was like aggressive <laughs> in front of everyone. I'd be like, uh, so, and then later she goes, you embarrassed me. That's all she said uh, about that. You just embarrassed me. But she woke up for her birthday and he was gone. Her husband was gone and she thought that he forgot about her birthday. This is obviously before the dinner or maybe it was after who cares, but um, <laughs> there, but she goes downstairs and it is like the house is decorated and he has a cupcake in his hand and he's like, you thought I forgot, didn't you? And she's like, yeah, okay. I mean, I get that everyone wants their someone to celebrate their birthday, but this bitch was acting like it was the biggest deal in the world. Guess what? Birthdays are like assholes. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> got <laughs> Oh my god. Can we I mean I'm sure that's somewhere but as soon as I started to say it, I was like, that's not how that goes. <laughs> no, it, I birthdays are like assholes. Everyone's got one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's like the, I think the Sarah Colonna greeting cards line has just, oh my God. I, okay. Can Sarah. I like, I've got to trademark that or something. I got to get on it. I'm going to make yeah. a yeah. Birthdays uh, are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Sorry, Mac. Oh my God. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it was so, it was, it, he, he, he has one cupcake. When she goes downstairs and then they smear frosting on one another. And I have to be honest, wasting frosting like that, honey, is <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed. It though I didn't I just didn't like these people at all. No, They're not I, my type of people. No, I agree with you. Um that the whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> I it was gonna stay with me for a while. Sorry. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, that whole frosting scene was <laughs> so annoying. Um, 
And sorry, guys, we'll get it together here in a second. Uh, um, probably not, but it don't. Sorry, not sorry. Cause it doesn't be, matter. Uh, yeah. She, um, well, this one also, I will say, uh, this, this Mac lady, um, she was really suspicious of her husband because he kept staying in the city because he has a big case that he's working on. And so that's when she yeah, was called Evelyn's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> I mean, oh, he, I mean, I bet you he was cheating, even though that's not in the script. But I'm just well, saying. It. Okay, and you know what else is not in the script? A whole bunch of stuff about Henry because he, <laughs> at one point, um, towards the end, at one point when she, Oliver has set up it to look like she, he sets up Henry by go breaking into the house. And putting the IDs of all the girls that he killed as if, I guess that's what he did is collected IDs after he killed them. And he yeah. put like their, their IDs or something in this little box and, and left it for Mac to find so that she would suspect her own husband. So when she finds those, after she's already banged Oliver, by the way, she finds oh. these and she's like freaking out. Now she's scared of her husband. And he's, she's already accused him a couple times of being a murderer to which he was like, God, I can't believe you'd say that instead of like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Which I, which is <laughs> what somebody would normally say if they were right. accused of being a murderer and they weren't. And he actually wasn't. So it was even more strange that he had no reaction. But <laughs> the other thing they left out in the script is when he comes home and she's got, found these IDs and now she's scared of her husband. She somehow he starts coming towards her and he goes, there's just something I have to get off my chest. I have to come clean. I have to get this off my chest. And then she freaks out and hits him with a tiny lamp. Um, but it knocks him out apparently. <laughs> and she escapes. He never, they never came back. They never circled back to that moment and said why he was acting like that and why he was saying, I got to get something oh. off my chest. I have something to confess to you. Nothing. They, ne they never gave you anything. That just, he just was acting super weird and trying to trap her in a room and tell her that he had to come clean about his past. And then they never, ever, ever brought it up again. Sarah, now this would be moving into the part of the movie where I was maybe a little less crisp, if you will, a little less <laughs> sharp. But that is absolutely bananas. Unless, are we supposed to think that he was confessing to an affair well i was wondering Evelyn? i was wondering because it never seemed to have come up and i don't uh, well, know lifetime loves a choose your own ending you know what i mean i feel like they yeah. we get to pick you know and it's not even it's not because they think like oh there could be alternative endings it's because they're like mm -hmm. we just didn't fin we didn't we didn't yeah. have time to finish to get it, the so happy hour we're yeah. not yeah <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. And the reason, another reason she suspected him is because um, when she went to visit that lady that was turned out to be Lily's mom, who looked the same age as everyone else in this movie, <laughs> she she um, saw a photo of Lily that from the day that she died, apparently wearing those earrings. So she oh. was like, "Oh, you took those earrings. That means you must be the murderer." And it was all. But no, he kept them because she gave them back to him when he broke up. When she broke up with him is what it turned out to be. She gave them back to him because right. it was a gift from him. And she's like, I don't want these anymore. And of course, the mom was like, to set extra suspicion, she goes, I always wondered why she didn't have those on when she died. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy, they had. Well, she nailed the line. It sounds like is she? <laughs> she really did. Um, she was just. She just really wasn't paying attention to a lot of seemingly important no. things. Yeah. No, not not at all. And I'm 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 looking at my notes and sometimes it's fun to go back when it, I don't really So there they had a live taping. There that's where the uh, little drama came in. Oh, well, this is where I have typed Fat Kevin rolls up and asks how she can sleep and when there will be a book. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, Does that was- ring a bell? Yeah, so there was they were at a um oh my god, I no, love I'm that like you don't fat know what you're shaming. I'm also I'm fat right now, so I could say this. But yeah, I just fat Kevin rolls up. I think that's yeah, there really was like, funny. Well they wanted <laughs> they wanted a guy. They wanted to make this guy kind of like a uh obsessive Sup- sort of super fan, fan. Super fan asking her quite they were doing a live taping and June and um Mac were signing things. I just want to know. I just want us to say that if we ever do a live taping, we're going to have Mark there to sign things too. Okay. Oh, buckle because up, the Mark. Producer, the producer deserves that kind of. I, I appreciated that much that she gave her producer that much props. Anyway, so <laughs> this, yeah, it was like a super fan walked up when she was signing stuff and was like, hey, how do you sleep at night when you, because you, you stay up all the time doing true crime and isn't it hard to sleep and she got her reaction was so weird she's like yeah well i try to like turn it off and at my head at, at night and i don't know it seems like kind of a normal question for the the big kevin guy to ask really i would right, ask that same right. thing and then another girl pops so that's who that was that's what your note was okay. about was that that's guy fun. and then another girl rolls up and says i don't like what you're doing to our town you're bringing up our past pain for your entertainment purposes and oh. yeah, and then um, it, they just wanted to show all these different fans, I guess. And one fan said, "How did you come up with your catchphrase?" Which, by the way, is "Au revoir." Wait, I can't ever say it. Or is it "Au revoir"? Or "Au revoir"? There you go. Sure. I don't know. How, I just I don't realized know. I can't say it. "Au revoir." Au revoir. Oh my god! Or, what is happening to my brain? Or <laughs> d'oeuvre. Or d'oeuvre. or d'oeuvre, just say, just say, uh, true crime podcast three times, and then you'll know you're okay. Yeah, okay, thank you. True, true, true crime, can't do it. Nope. Um, uh, I took French, by the way. Anyway, for some reason, I'm panicking, and I don't want to try to say au revoir, okay. au revoir. Or but au revoir. I felt like sh- I felt like she went au revoir. <laughs> Maybe she didn't. <laughs> Reservoir dogs. <laughs> Reservoir dogs. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying to people. When they say goodnight, I'm going to go, night, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. What? (laughs) Oh, what a movie. Oh, that was a good movie. Mm -hmm. Was Michael Madsen hot? Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen was hot in that movie. Mm, That gets my my titties a tingling. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The way you just said that's got my titties a tingling, I immediately picture it spelled titties, (laughs) T-I-D-D-I-E-S. Oh, it is. You're Got right. my titties a tingling. <laughs> oh man. Oh well. She says reservoir dogs, and then she says, <laughs> and don't forget to watch your back. Oh. That's her that's her big catchphrase. And whatever. Yeah. I get it. You have to have a catchphrase. I just don't what do you mean? How'd she come up with it? She's saying bye in French. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she's saying, watch your back. I mean, I don't know. It just they really yeah. made a thing of this catchphrase. They made they made us want to think it was like the most 
I mean, sh- do you think that bitch has ever said birthdays are like assholes? Everybody's got one. <laughs> no, honestly, it'd be funny if they were. How did you come up with your catchphrase? She's like, well, I'm an unoriginal piece of shit. So I just, I just went in, picked a couple average phrases that anyone would say. I mean, yeah, come on. Oh, this lady, she sucks. Oh. I, she, was, she wasn't a great person, you know? And again, we're not talking about the actors. I'm talking about the character. The fact that she fucks Oliver. I mean, here she's like taking in vitro to try to start a family, to try to like have a baby with this man. But like, and you bang your, I mean, it's also, it's also bad. She's also a shitty friend because her friend went out with him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, her friend went she out with fucked it. June over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt June didn't seem interested after that, and they what they showed her on a date. Oh, because at the other thing that happened at the taping was that when she was out at the live taping afterwards, she and Oliver were out getting. I don't know. He was he was carrying her things. I mean, this is before she's even banged him, and this guy's around all the time. <laughs> he was like carrying her things and stuff. And a, a crazed, quote unquote, fan came up and started saying that she didn't let, he said his name, something Kincaid, Nick Kincaid or something. And she, she, oh, he was yeah. like, he was like, you did a, prime, a crime podcast about my brother and you won't let him rest in peace. And then he pulls a knife on her. Well, Oliver comes in and saves the day. Well, sure does. I thought that I thought it was very strange that this person had said his full name and that a cop had not then followed up and, you know, made an arrest. I thought that was strange. <laughs> now, well, they Why did throw that? us off with that one. It's because Oliver was not a cop. And this guy gave a fake name. And because he was rehearsed, the whole thing was rehearsed. The girl, was, Mac, was never in danger. He basically, Oliver paid him to come act like he was going to attack her so he could come in and save the day. And when June is out at a Mexican restaurant having margaritas that looked fantastic, um, with another, <laughs> with some boring date that she's on. She calls them a boring date. She sees the same guy and he's like a busboy there. And he ends up telling her, yeah, oh, Doesn't she follow him into the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, she, she got right in that. She walk goes right in. I mean. Yeah, it says employees only. Yeah. yeah you you got to get out of there. But she confronted him and found out that he, that Oliver had put him up to everything. So this is when everyone's putting everything together. Mac has found the IDs thinking it's Henry. Jenry, June, Jenry, June, <laughs> June has found out that Oliver is a fake, um, and that he's because she then she calls the police station to like get that information about this, if this guy's telling the truth, and they're like, yeah, we don't have an Oliver like, Roberts no. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. although that there. was that was money well spent by Oliver about the Troy Kincaid brother guy whatever with the knife because i mean he, he fucks her right after right uh, that, i mean so yeah. it worked you know oh, that's a good point that did work really well because that's how they end up having sex and so she goes he goes she goes we got to get you a first aid kit and he goes i have one at home and she goes okay and you're just I like oh in this my is pants it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god is that a first kid first aid kit in your pants are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Birthday kids are like birthdays. <laughs> just, I love a oh. mashup, but oh, oh yeah, they, and that's when she bangs him. And pretty, I mm-hmm. mean, it didn't take that much. No, and this is—he hasn't told her that he thinks what's his face is cheating on her yet. He tells her that the next morning. She like a real gentleman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a, well, he and already again the woman's 
red flag situation. At one point, but previous to all of this, he she goes, where do you go so late at night? Because he's always driving out of his driveway late at night, not in a cop car. <laughs> and <laughs> she, not that I, I don't even know, do they take them home with them? I don't really know how that works, apparently. And I keep saying that he should have a cop car in his yeah. driveway, but maybe that doesn't, I don't think that works like I that. I don't know. You're probably not supposed to. It seems dangerous to alert everyone that you're there there with that you're cop the cop car. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, but the uh, the one cop in Farmington, Arkansas, that used to patrol around, his cop car always sat in his, Mort was his name. And I believe his co- cop car was always sitting in his driveway. Yes. I just, Let's just say, I think maybe it's a choice, badge of pride, you know? Right. Or just lazy, maybe, because he didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> take it back to the station at the end of his shift. Yeah. Well, it's, you, you know, you're not supposed to drive drunk. So he's, you know, just <laughs> doing the right thing. Responsible. Oh. Well, yeah. So at one point when she asked him where he goes so late at night, um, which I wouldn't, I would think, oh, he's, he's out being a cop. That's why he's always right. gone late at night. Right. But he takes her to the roof of the high school and says, this is where he hangs out to clear his head. And again, I just, I would go, why do, why does everyone come to the high school all the time? Why? I mean, also that's creepy as fuck. The high school should be a little tighter. Something, you know, somebody should speak to somebody. He takes her to the rooftop again, how they got up there. I mean, cop or not, the fucking place should be locked, right? You'd think or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. He's got some red solo cups and a, a bottle of wine. And um, it actually made me think of you because the, she, he's like, do you want some? And she's like, no, I shouldn't. You know, and then she's like, maybe just a splash. And it made me think of you because you said that <laughs> when I don't know, but just a splash. Just yeah. a splash, just a top off. But um, yeah, I mean, he he could have fucked her on the roof. Honestly, she was oh. not. She she did not. She did not play hard to get. You know no. what I mean? For someone who's very jealous and worried that her husband was cheating on her, she was very ready to um mm-hmm. to cheat on her husband, no problem. And I know he did it to her in the past. We do know that. We have no idea if he was currently cheating on her or not because nobody knows what the confession he was trying to make to her was. Nobody knows what happened. They, no. um, they, well, so basically June finds out that Oliver, you know, this is like the climax, you think, right? But yeah. J- June finds out that Oliver's not a cop. So she knows that Mac is at the school with Oliver and, and Mac thinks that her husband's the killer, but Oliver's the killer. And, he gets up, he's like in the school with her. And basically he says, meet me at the school again. He's like, she calls him and she goes, Henry did it. He killed all those girls. And he's like, meet me at the school. I got this. <laughs> and uh, okay, why not meet me at the station? Okay. I right, know it's because right. he's not a cop, but what, what is this Mac? What is Mac's problem? This true crime junkie. So she meets him at the school and then he goes, okay, I'm going to call the police and we're going to get police going to your house and they're going to come here and blah, blah, blah. So he gets, he then he puts his phone down and fully leaves it unattended, just like mm. Mary says. This is full blown adults Every leaving their phone unattended movie because he hears Henry coming into the into the building or something. Again, I don't know why he's going to the school either. Makes no sense, but okay. And so she looks down. Mac looks down and sees that the last number he called was four one one, not nine one one. So he obviously um, didn't call mm. the. And you'd also think he would have, I wouldn't be confused but that he didn't call 911. I'd be more confused that he didn't have like a better direct line to the station. But, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <He> should, 
<laughs> he should get, yeah, the direct line, the personal line that you'd think he wouldn't you have know. to go through dispatch, you know, you'd hope. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when she puts it all together and realizes, oh, he didn't call the cops. He must be the killer instead. That's how it, how she figured it out, just from one. I, I'm, su- I'm surprised he didn't. She probably like give her a post-it note that said, I'm the killer. That's how she probably <laughs> would figure it out. She's a fucking idiot. She's the dumbest person in the world. Really dumb. And here she's, got, not- she's got a true crime podcast with a bunch of fans and sold out shows. Yeah. <laughs> Who but do we can't. have to blow? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> it's like, you know, come on. Yeah, um, guys, we're smarter than this. We would have put this together. So, yeah, well, they kind of show the flashback. And that's when you find out that that Henry did. Um, Henry and the girl broke up. He was wearing a prom king thing on his head. Henry and the first girl, Lily, broke up by the pool. Is that a crown? <laughs> was it was, what did I say? A thing? Yeah. You said a prom king thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing, you're like, oh, did you see, you know, the royal family? Yeah. The one with the, she was wearing a prom queen thing on her head. <laughs> Hey, I haven't been able to find words all day. I well, think me we know either. I've, I'm like, I'm mortified and I feel like I'm like this usually, but it's really amped up. And I think I just rub off on you. I think I feel really sorry about that. I give you allergies and an inability to find words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that uh, just made me laugh. I'm not making fun of you. You just have no, my heart. No, please do. It's a uh, um, prom yeah, king had, thing. Yeah, prom king thing on his head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with that. I like PKT prom king thing. (laughs) PKT for short. Oh, and he, he, they break up and Oliver is in the the same. He's hanging out by the pool in a hoodie. No one (laughs) noticed him once again. He's always Mm -hmm. around, but this is him as a kid. So he's kept up with the hoodies all this time. We can see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, um, he goes up to her and says, he doesn't deserve you because Henry left. Henry doesn't deserve you. You belong with me. They kind of struggle, and then she falls and hits her head, and then she lands in the pool. So it was really kind. It was an accident. I mean, I'm not saying that Oliver shouldn't have gotten a little trouble, but it was kind of an accident. And then, but then he kind of smiles that she went in the pool dead. So that's when you're like, oh, this guy's he's not nice. He's a bad egg. Well, that's that did leave me like because it's kind of like that was an accident. So does that mean he is the blue ribbon killer who went on to kill all the other girls? I mean, I guess so, right? Because he had their IDs. But well, I mean, we, yeah, the only way we found that out, by the way, was at the end. So like all of a sudden, Henry's tied up to the pool. She's t- and, and Mac is tied up in the pool. And Oliver's like, I'm I killed. Ever- I don't know if even know if he admits saying that he killed anyone. But I, for some reason, now he's going to kill. He's going to kill Henry because he says Henry doesn't deserve never deserved Lily. And now he doesn't deserve Mac. And, and he tells he tells Henry that he fucked Mac. Oh, yeah. He goes, did right? you hear that? Yeah, because she, she goes, she goes, get away from me. And he's like, you weren't trying to get away from me this morning. <laughs> and he goes, did you hear that, Henry? She chose me. And Henry's like tied up with tape on his face. And he's like, Rrr! you know, trying to grunt. <laughs> so she does. tell. I was one. OK, that's what I was trying to remember. I forgot about that part because I was trying to remember if if the husband ever if Henry ever found out she she banged Oliver because. Yeah, I, you don't. Well, they start to struggle. She gets loose and um, he's about to shoot. She got loose the night before. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's not funny. It's not. 
Oh, I like it. Yes, it is. All right. Well, she gets loose. She gets her hands loose. And right when Oliver has a gun to Henry's head and he's like, I'm you don't deserve any of these women. I'm going to kill you. And she stands. (laughs) This might have been the best part of the movie. The best scene. I must have came come to come came to. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Say it. She stands up and she her hair was in a ponytail. She pulls the ponytail thing out and she goes, get away from him. Like it like as if it was. The they made that seem like it was a like you guys wait to hear what she's gonna say. Yeah, no, they she's made gonna it say like this she, awesome line. Okay, what is it? Coolest line ever, guys. What's she yeah. gonna say? Okay, you guys ready? Is everybody ready? <laughs> yeah, is everybody ready? Yeah, what's she gonna say? She's gonna say, "Get away from him." <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was. They made it like she. It was like the like the beginning of her dance number at a strip club like she she stands up she rips her hair out like shakes her head and then says get away from it was like the dumbest so dumb and why he's got a gun to your your husband's head and yeah, like i thought she was gonna think, whip out a weapon or something you know or yeah, like you do have s- time to pull your hair tie out if someone's got a gun to your husband's head and and you um, think you can just speak and that's gonna stop the gun from going off it was really dumb and well, it was she, really funny. She really likes the sound of her own voice. I mean, you can tell that with the way she starts her fucking dumb podcast. You know, like, oh. <laughs> I hate her. I just hate her. I really. Max I sucks. But Max sucks. This, but this, also, guys, not the actress. Just so you know, this is always oh, about right. the. Oh, the, the actress was great. The character. Anytime, oh, she was great. Oh, anytime yeah. I'm made to hate, that shows me that someone did their job. You know, totally. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's the whole point. But I want to say that the end scene, I wasn't expecting it to be kind of this fun. And I liked it. I know. Well, they yeah, because they like struggle and Oliver ends up de- dead in the pool. And she goes, au revoir. Is that how you say it? Did I say it right? <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, reservoir dogs. Reservoir yeah. dogs. And, and then June busts in with the cops. Okay. So then they go... <laughs> She just goes to him and goes, I'm so glad you're okay. And never again, nobody ever says, what was it you're trying to come clean about? And he's never like, hey, did Oliver just like right before Oliver died? Did he say that you banged him last night? Like, yeah. Nothing. So yeah. did did Oliver, did he pull out or come inside you? So what what's up with that? Yeah, I'd want to know. And then when and then, OK. And I mean, this is traumatic. Oliver's dead in the pool. Mm-hmm. She's told him Reservoir Dogs and um. <laughs> Henry has been tied to a chair. She was tied to, she was tied up. June comes in with the cops and she's like, it's okay. It's okay. We're okay. And then she just starts joking about how June's like, uh, did you really bang a serial killer? And she's like, I guess I sure did. <laughs> what? Oh my God. I know. What the fuck? It was such they, a weird, like <laughs> shift of energy. You know what I mean? Oh, such a shift. And her, and then they like show them all recording the podcast together. Mac, her producer, the girl, the young girl from the beginning, for some reason, is there because her prepubescent <laughs> teen best friend. Yeah, yeah. She, she's back. She's back. And the husband and Henry. And he is just, oh, God, they are they are like laughing, telling the story. She's telling the story. She's like, and then the blue ribbon killer turned out to be all of her so and so after all. And I mean. All I can say is at least I got to clear my husband's name. And guys, I mean, oh, 
Can you imagine this story? And the husband's just laughing and she's calling him superstar. And I'm like, what is going on? I mean, with the temper that they showed he had, he would have sliced her throat the moment he got, like, the moment he was free. I oh, mean, my God. So- Mary, good point. I mean, they, yes. they showed him this whole thing, losing his mind over a, a the smallest, tiniest thing and banging on car hoods. And now he's like, oh. I mean, God forbid he found out she was wearing those earrings while she fucked Oliver. He would have decapitated her. You know? <laughs> I mean, it was like, it, it, it was so ridiculous. And then, and then the last, the last thing they show mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. she reads, she's reading a pregnancy test. She took a pregnancy test. Mac took a pregnancy test. And it's positive. It's got the two lines. And then she remembers it shows, you know, Henry, the shitty husband. And then, oh, yeah, I also fucked this other serial killer, dude. So now yeah. we just we don't know. We don't know who's the father. And what what a weird way to end it, because first of all, please don't make a sequel. We don't need it. And no, no. <laughs> we don't Unless need Oliver too. comes back from the dead. Maybe. You know, they want to throw some weird zombie shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I literally wrote down at the end of my notes, please don't make a sequel. But, or do. Please do. It's fine. Because we'll have this much fun with it. But, yeah, it's such a weird way to end something that's just the end of a movie that's never going anywhere else. It's not a series. There's no follow-up. No. There's just, that was it. This is a one-off movie, and you're left to wonder whose baby Mac is carrying. And I, I mean, honestly, and I got, it's kind of like, not boring, but it kind of like, you know, a bit of a snooze fest by the end. I'm like, what's Evelyn up to? You know, she just hanging out by herself in the city. Is, is, is Henry now focused on his marriage? Probably not. No, I mean, yeah. Where, where did Evelyn go? She was hot. We never we even got to see she, her. She probably didn't even exist. It was probably just a picture, you know? It was so funny. I was like, this is the weirdest thing to throw in here as just like a random dun-dun-dun ending. Like, this isn't Stuck by My Doctor where we want to see him on the beach so that we know there's no. a sequel coming. Like, we're done with this movie. We can move on to the next. Right. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll listen to her podcast if I... know she's not real, guys. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> Sarah Colonna, I mean... That was fun. It was really fun, and you made me... Uh, you sort of woke me up and gave me a nice. Uh, I love a good guffaw laugh. Like I feel like I'm ready, ready to take on the world now. So I thank you for that. I thank you back, Mare Bear, my Mare Bear, and guys. Thank you for being here, dear dear listeners. As dear. Mac would say, thank you for being here. And please remember, every Tuesday you're going to get something like this and mm-hmm. some fun. And Fridays for now are married at first sight until that ends in 2027. Um, (laughs) Uh, We'll be doing uh, it from the old folks home than the room that we share. (laughs) Um, And this Friday, you will have 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After tied in with your Married at First Sight episode since the Married at First Sight episode is only an hour and a lot of recapping. So we are going to have a lot of fun. But don't worry, we'll be here for all the Married at First Sight that happens that that day. Um, Yes. Reservoir dogs. Reservoir dogs. Love you, Kuda. <laughs> Bye.